And we are live. Uh, welcome to this latest episode of Totally Unscripted. My name is Martin Hoxie, and I'm joined uh, by Charles Maxson. Hi, Charles. Hey, Martin. How are you doing? And hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in or watching the recording. So yeah, we're on slightly earlier, but um, I think we've got a great topic here, um, and hopefully, you know, data. Everyone loves data, spreadsheets. Everyone loves spreadsheets. So um, I think we've got. Uh, a really nice topic here today. Uh, absolutely, I think we got some really good uh, experts to actually talk about it. I think uh, just in case anybody's curious, the reason why we're in early is because uh, we actually have a genuine, real live software engineer from uh, the Google Apps Script team who happens to be based in Bangalore. So uh, the time zones were a little tough to get Scotland, <laughs> Los Angeles, London, New York, and Bangalore together. So that's why we we're a little early, but uh, thanks for making that switch or, or joining us. So with that, why don't we bring on our panel? Yeah, so uh, it's nice to see we've got Keith Einstein back with us. Hello, Keith. And uh, as Charles mentioned, we've got uh, general software engineer, so uh, Arajit G. So welcome, Arajit. And also we've got um, Bruce McPherson. So I think many of you in the community will know Bruce and his work, um, particularly his book, which we'll be talking more about, uh, uh, no doubt, numerous times through the show. But um, it's, it's great um, to, to have, well, for those of you who are rejoining us, um, uh, and also Arjit, lovely to have you for, on for the first time. So today's show is all about the macro converter. So those who are dealing with the headache of you've got some uh, Excel files with uh, VBA macros, and um, you're in that process of migrating into Workspace and Google Sheets. Um, and so, um, it, we've got this wonderful little tool now that will um, help those people uh, with with part of that process. So, do you want to talk a bit more about the impetus for creating the the macro converter and um, you know why it, it's come about? Yeah, just just a real quick little background by it. It released uh, end of December, uh, if I believe, sometime in December. Um, I like to just follow up question. Uh, also, why now with microcurter? What was what was the reasoning behind building it besides the obvious what it does? If you could just elaborate kind of the, the positioning of it. Yeah. Um, first of all, thank you, Martin and Charles, for having me on again. Absolutely. Really appreciate it. Um, so yeah, why why the macro converter and why now? Um, so why the macro converter? So there's a lot of uh, companies that are moving from Office to Google Workspace. And one of the most challenging parts of that migration are uh, is converting your existing VBAs to app scripts. And so we've actually um, looked to help resolve that and reduce the friction there by providing this really nifty tool that'll help you to convert your scripts as well as to um, you know show you what the different things are that you could do to convert them if, if, if need be for, for manual intervention. Uh, so that's why. And why now? Because there is an unprecedented migration from Office to Google Workspace. Um, and we we really wanted to help to smooth that transition and that migration. Yeah, I mean, one of the things I've commonly heard, and I've, you know, I personally made the migration over around 2012. So it's been a while that I've actually moved over to Google. But I spent, uh, this will date myself, but I spent about 20 years actually writing VBA code um in microsoft office and when i came over uh, you know honestly this is not just a second plug for bruce's book but it's the first thing i picked up it's the only tool out there to help me and it was a great way for me to learn over but i i've heard consistently from customers over time that it's a big blocker right and so you see folks actually shifted their entire enterprise over to docs sheets and slides and you know apps slash g suite slash workspace and then they have people still using Excel because they couldn't get out of it. A lot of it because they had these automated processes and they had all this VBA they wrote and there was no seemingly easy way to do it. And so I think the tool actually really brings up a, uh, a great building to do it. So that said, I said it's, I know it's been freshly released, but I do know you had a pretty long EAP program where I know you tried a lot of different things. What's been the feedback so far? What have you heard from customers and uh, what, what can you share with us about their experiences? So uh, I, I, I can take that. So uh, so yes, so we actually had a really long incubation period because 
as, as you've probably realized uh, while you were trying to migrate your own scripts personally, this is a pretty hard problem, right? And uh, one, one major area of feedback that we've consistently gotten is that the performance of the converted scripts, right? Uh, it's, it's actually often slower than, than what it was originally in Excel. So, uh, so we actually took a lot of time to improve that. Uh, as you all are aware, we, uh, we launched the V8 runtime recently, uh, which itself helped in performance. Uh, we are continuously improving performance of app script in general. Uh, so that, that's one major area of feedback that we got. But we actually got a lot of feedback, which we've addressed uh, over the years. Um, I, I, can, I can talk about a little bit more of, of maybe like um, some, of the, uh, some of the ways in which we uh, sort of like change direction as we were with this journey. So when we initially started on this problem, we actually uh, had, this, uh, had this ambitious goal that we're going to just convert everything with one click and it's just going to work. Right, um, so um, so that that turned out uh, not that well. I, I think as, as anyone who's worked in this space, as anyone who's written BBA macros, you'll know that there are actually pretty pretty complicated applications out there. Uh, there are actually airline companies out there who do all their like plane simulations in VBA, which is super crazy if you think about it. Um, so 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 we um, so 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 through the, uh, like like through our learning process. Uh, we found that if if that was to be our goal, then our actual percentage of files that we would be able to, would be able to convert with confidence would be pretty pretty low, right? Like um, it would be uh, it it would not be that useful for anyone. So instead, what we started looking at is that how can we actually help all of the uh, people who are engaged in this process, right? So people who are who are who maybe know VB a little bit, who maybe know Aspect a little bit, and how can we help them um, understand? What what kind of files they can convert and and what the where the problems are, and help them uh, meet them halfway, right? Um, so so the tool that we've actually launched now is is able to uh, sort of like uh, process on pretty much everything that you throw at it. It's able to convert everything. Uh, for certain files, it will convert them completely. For others, it will uh, it will convert partial code and it will give you a lot of details about what it was not able to convert, so that you can then go and uh, implement creative solutions or creative fixes for that one. So, so that is, that's. I think one of the most impressive things for the tool for me is kind of the process of going through the entire migration. You mentioned it does the triage and it tells you here's a particular level of one where you might have problems with. I love the fact that you can take, you know, 5,000 files or so, drop them into your drive folder, and it'll quickly triage and say, here's one with code, here's one without code. Because the thing I always hear is, Nobody wants to go through and open up 5,000 files and figure out, oh, which ones may have code? And then <laughs> you recognize this is cool. You sometimes see the same code, so different time consumption for workload. And it just, it's so time consuming and cool because all that everything up front. I, I thought, I mean, that's a, I don't know if that was an accidental genius or plan to do. I got one of the most amazing parts of the tool that you saw the preparation process and the whole process with the tool up front. Yeah. So, so actually, the uh, so so this was actually a, a feature that that we added uh, a little late uh, when we and we started getting a lot of feedback from similar feedback from many of our customers that that hey they are starting up these large migration programs at their enterprises, but but they don't even know which files to start looking at, right? Like like obviously they can collect all of the files which 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 are. Which have XLSM or XLS in their filings, but that's not enough, right? Uh, so, so which is why we we sort of like started focusing on the bulk report generation, right? So, so you can you can upload a bunch of files to Google Drive, you can you can put them in a few folders, and then you can just select those folders in our tool, and and it's it's able to actually scan all of them at once, and and generate this pretty detailed report. Um, it, it it would of course give you which files actually don't have any macros, so you don't have to worry about them. But even for the ones that do have macros, it, it, it's going to give you like a pretty detailed breakdown of, of like what's what's supported, what's not supported, uh, what's what's low effort, what's high effort. And, and, and the ones where uh, all of the ones that you care about, you can then like dive deeper, right? And, and understand um, where the blockers are or, or if like if everything's working fine, then um, then you can just sort of like just run into the conversion and be done with it. I was just wondering, RJ, on kind of a, a purely engineering level, were there any, it sounds like a lot of headaches, but were there any particular big headaches in, in creating the converter? Yeah, uh, 
so so actually actually the biggest thing that we have always been worried about is just the correctness of conversion right um because as you can as you can imagine right these are very different languages um they, they have very different behavior um uh, in how the variables work how the logic works uh how the different products interact with each other so uh so we actually spent a lot of effort in in building a pretty uh large framework uh to be able to test our conversion right so even before we launched this tool we spent about three years um just just running large corpuses of files through a converter and, and then um uh generating dif difference reports of, of how things are working and then fixing each and every uh problem that came up we've actually i think fixed uh i think thousands uh i think maybe a thousand and five hundred bugs uh in, in r2 before we were ready to go to ga right uh make it generally available so uh so yeah, so that 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 was the major like biggest area of concern that that we we had, and and I hope that we are, we are in the state right now where you're you can be pretty confident about the code that you I know when I heard that you were undertaking this project, you and the team, I was probably as skeptical as I was excited. I thought mm -hmm. it was a great undertaking. It was like there's no way they can pull this off. And yeah, you know, I, I was playing with the tool recently and using it, and I was just kind of blown away with the process and the triaging and the documentation. Um, for folks that haven't seen the tool, how about we give them a quick run through? We've got a, a, a video, but our, our Gene, I'd love for you to kind of narrate over the top of it and just let us understand what's kind of going on here and let folks see that they haven't played with it. Or of course, they're skeptical as well too. Uh, Martin, can we, can we cue that up? Sure. And by the way, if, if you want to see these in full, there's a couple of videos uh, online in the documentation. If you go to our uh, developers.google.com slash suite or slash workspace, they both work though. Um, and you go to the back of the converter section, you can actually check a, a couple of videos out in full and get the documentation on it. Uh, but here it is from the engineer himself who created something. Thank you. So so, so what you see here, here is the tool. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a side panel add-on on your drive. And and uh, in this case, we've selected a file, uh, XLSM file, um, and maybe we should pause it a little bit. Sorry, <laughs> uh, so that I get, get, a, get a chance to explain what's what's going on. Okay, yeah. So 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 what just happened was that uh, the user selected a file, and and they clicked on the generate report option, right? And 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 uh, then the tool actually processes the file, and once it's done, it it uh, it outputs this uh, sheet. Which is just a summary report, um, right? Uh, the first tab of it is the summary report, and maybe uh, I think you can unpause it, um, Martin. Yeah, and, and you can see here that this, there was just one file in this folder, uh, so so it's it just talking about this file. But imagine if there are multiple files, it would have given this information for each of the files that you that you uh, scan, and uh, uh, so for for every file, there's actually a more uh, like like high, there's a high level summary. Uh, which was how many uh, sort of like lines were converted, how many API calls that the files file file made was con was compatible and all of that. In this case, the file had everything compatible, so so there was nothing that that needs uh, like further work. Uh, but even 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 for such a file, right? Like, like we can actually go uh, look at look at like various different uh, buckets of APIs, and APIs are actually just functional calls and an object object and object ac uh, accesses in VBA. So in this in this file, like everything was converted. So so now uh, in the video, I'm just going to try to convert it because the tool said that everything is convert convertible, and we just converted it here. It it, it outputted this folder um, which has uh, the converted sheet with app script attached. Um, it also has a readme file uh, which we'll just go into a little bit later. And here we've opened the sheet, um, and this 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 spreadsheet was basically uh, like a uh, like a report where. There was a button to create a dashboard, and the dashboard uh, patient was done in VBA before. And now you're seeing that uh, that actually is working pretty well in AppScript. Um, and you have the chart and then the table report generated here. That's pretty awesome. And, and it looks so seamless, like it flows right through. A couple of questions for you on that. Oh, look, it's nice to see the code there, too. Um, first of all, is there a size limit? I know, obviously, you're doing this all server side with the file stored in drive. Is there an upper bound on how many files you can plop in there? Like a best practice, don't go over X. Um, is it timeout, or is there an upper bound? 
Yeah, there is. Uh, I think I think there is a size size limit of about uh, ten thousand files that that we'll be able to scan or convert at once. I think it's it's mentioned in our documentation. It's something that that we also uh, might might work on to in, improve in the future if we get a lot of feedback about it. So if, if that's something that's kind of blocking folks, then feel free to file feedback and and we uh, we obviously will, will will try to improve the tool to help your use cases. Yeah, that kind of and that kind of makes sense. Um, the other thing, just uh, to note, if you're uh, for folks listening in, this actually is a drive add-on. So a lot of folks, I did this myself. I went into Sheets and tried to figure out, well, how do I add on this in Sheets? Well, obviously, since your file is stored in Drive, it works out of Drive, and so uh, you get it from the Google Workplace Marketplace. Install it for your Drive, and it, it works out of there. And you can see, obviously, in Drive, the little icon on the right that helps you in the companion. So pop it open and start to use it. But uh, it seems a little counterintuitive. You Go to drive to work on a sheets recorder thing or convert, but that makes sense when you think about it. So Martin just uh, shared that in the uh, in the chat window. If you're viewing us live, and if not, it's easy to find the marketplace. Cool. I I I noticed um, on the marketplace there there's some feedback in terms of it's just for uh, workspace enterprise customers. Um, yeah, are, are there plans to open that up anytime soon or? You know, or what was the particular thinking around um, just enterprise users at this point? So, um, yeah, so there's not plans this moment to open it up. Doesn't mean it can't change in the future. Um, what we're really focused on now is improving um, improving the tool uh, by way of improving performance and other and reporting and other characteristics to make it more and more. Um, useful and 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 convert more and more files yeah i can imagine a scenario if you have a friend that has <laughs> you can share the files and maybe they can convert them for you but i don't know that's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots of black market uh macro conversion <laughs> no, absolutely i have, I, I have a, a question for you so um you know obviously we're talking about vba to app script and as you know, Office, Microsoft Office, obviously always evolving and changing as well too. Uh, they have some newer things, like Power Apps, I think they've got, and they've got uh, some sort of scripting, uh, newer service as well too. Um, this is, to be clear, this is purely VBA. Um, any comment on that or plans to change that, or is it basically because most of the use cases are simply the old VBA code? Is there any comment on that? So, um, so there's no plans to change that right now. I think that uh, Microsoft's other scripting platform is JavaScript as well. So I think that that's a much easier conversion uh, since you know AppScript is obviously based in JavaScript, and uh, so I think that that doesn't necessarily require a tool. A lot more copying and pasting, and 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 finding the right APIs and things like that, but more simple than uh, VBA to to AppScript, which are completely different languages. So there's no uh, plans to go into other languages. The other thing, um, aside from the fact that that would be much easier to convert, is that VBA has been around for 30 years. Right? So there are just billions, maybe trillions of different VBA projects. So um, just a much larger uh, corpus of projects that would need to get converted. So I think that that was really where the best bang for your buck would be, was going for the harder conversion from language to language and the uh, tool that converts more files. Yeah, that makes sense. And you mentioned there's obviously a significant history uh, and I'm sure building this tool, you went through a lot of different VBA code and projects. Is, is there a theme? Did you see a common theme of use cases of the code that was being converted, the code that people were writing? I mean, we know there's common use cases in AppScript. Is there certain things that you saw, wow, people over and over are, you know, building a chart or whatever? Did you just did you recognize any trends and patterns? Well, so so I think um, we we worked with a so through our uh, three year uh, period of early access, right? We worked through a few uh, worked with a few industry uh, verticals, right? So I think our learnings uh, would be sort of like biased. <laughs> Or, yeah. or the kind of things that we saw with with them, uh, but the but the the common uh, sort of things we saw were generating reports, uh, automating uh, business processes. But 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 I think 
I think the, the, the more high level point was that uh, there was just a huge variation of things, right? Um, it, it's like every every team or every organizational unit was doing their own thing um, because it's it sort of like the diverse set of processes that different sort of functions that people have. And and, and I think that's, that's sort of like, um, or that, that's like one of the core uh, propositions for VBA or AppScript, right? Which is that any any business user can sort of like apply it to what, like making their work more productive. So so we uh, so yeah so like beyond beyond just general um, affinity to spreadsheets to email um, to to like automatic tasks um, like it, it's hard to sort of like say that okay like they were just like a top few kind of use cases. Yeah, no, it's funny. So like, like I mentioned, I did a lot of EBA development as a consultant for years, and you build similar tools over and over and over again for different customers, and everybody thought they were so uniquely different, and they frankly. We're kind of different, but they were kind of the same as well, too. So you end up, you end up reusing a lot of the code over and over again. So, so uh, yeah, I got I got a question, which is to do with this is for sheets. This uh, the the convert one, but that's quite a lot of VBA for Outlook and Docs and Slide, well, PowerPoint and Visio and all the rest of it as well. Are you thinking about migrating into that, extending it into the, into those APIs as well? So, so we we actually do convert some VB APIs which are not not just uh, specific to Excel. So, mm -hmm. so we do convert some Word APIs. We convert some PowerPoint APIs. Uh, so, so we we actually went went over like um, the files that we that we frequently saw among among uh, all of the customers who were already using Google Workspace, right? And and, and we prioritize the ones which which were uh, commonly all the kind of APIs that are commonly used, uh, and also were convert convertible to equivalents, right? Um, mm -hmm. I don't believe we actually actually convert Outlook APIs though. So I think I think that might be um, an example of something that that we don't support. Yeah, okay. and I can tell you from my again my background. And I know it's many years ago, but my background, similar to what we see in, in workspace, is you know Excel is the number one, two, and three target of most of the automations and most of the yeah. extensibility. I've also done a ton of uh, word development myself in the past and uh, the distant past. But I, you know, other things weren't even remotely second, third, or fourth. It's very, very Excel centric. In fact, I'd almost venture to say um, we have a more diverse uh, usage of our automations than that I remember just in the in the, in the Microsoft days. Mm. I think part of it because it's a little more accessible and, and attached because of the, of the simplicity of the way we work. You know, for example, the spin up using you know Drive and spin up using Gmail is actually technically easier. In AppScript than it was in VBA, at least from my my recollection and my experience. So you don't see this much. You know? mm -hmm. uh, so I can imagine that. So I mean, I know we talk about like an you know like eighty percent ish of automations we see are are spreadsheet based, which makes a lot of sense to, to target mm -hmm. that one. Uh, if the man was there, I guess we we could pivot to that pretty easily though as well. So so go ahead, Martin. Well, I was just gonna. So I think one of the great features of the converter is the fact that it will flag if it, there is code there that it, it can't handle. Um, or, or in terms of, you know, if you're in that situation, you know, what do you do next? Are you seeing a marketplace now for AppScript consultants who have VBA skills who are doing cleanup routines? Or, you know, is is, is that something you're, you're or, or do you think there is a marketplace for someone like that? Uh, yeah. So um, we do have partners, um, companies that will, you know, go into different enterprises and help them with their conversions and, and, and you know, uh, migrate the scripts. Uh, Mavenwave and SADA are two of those. We're actually going to be putting a list of the different partners that we work with today um, in the description of the YouTube video of this recording. So we can help people find those partners easier. But I think that there is a marketplace because at the end of the day, there's always going to be some code that needs to be converted manually in some files, right, uh, to a certain extent. And there are millions of people who know how to develop and develop with AppScript. Um, and so I think that those people will end up surfacing to organizations and companies that, uh, you know, want some help and want to streamline that process. If you're a company that maybe doesn't have access to one of those partners, or maybe you're just a do-it-yourself kit type of person, 
Um, you, have, uh, you know, RJ, you obviously you had to you had to learn VBA to probably learn how to convert it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I doubt you, you you were programming it before. Is is there a best approach to get started again for you for the third time? I will plug uh, Bruce's book was actually how I did it. But what's your if you want to do it yourself or if you want to learn, what's the best way to kind of figure out how to take the triage files with the documentation and and, and get to that next step? I mean, is it just brute force go read documentations and books, or is there, you know any best practices? So, so firstly, firstly, that book that you're uh, that, that we're showing, that was the inspiration for this project as well, and, and that was one of the early logos for this project. <laughs> First, <laughs> it's, it's super, super funny that that. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. So, so actually, when we when we do convert, right, uh, we actually generate something called a readme file, which I think you saw in the demo. Um, so that's sort of like a starting point, right? Like. Uh, if if you if you don't want to go through like the report and if you just want to care if you care about like a particular file, then that 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 readme file is going to have like a list of things that that didn't work out very well and 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 each of those uh, each of those things will also have links to various documentation that you can look through, and and in addition to that, I think we are we are going to uh, like keep keep creating these tutorial videos like we have a few already, which kind of like walk you through uh, handling some of the edge cases. I think there's there's one. Um, that 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 that's that I think we can we can sort of like link it to the uh, this video itself, which which gives a good idea of what that iterative process is. Um, but yeah, um, and, and we actually have tons of documentation that we published, um, um, which which might help. I think probably a good point as well to just bring in you, Bruce. Given as Charles has mentioned several times, I hope you're paying him for this. Yeah, you you wrote the book on it. Are, are there particular things that you see? Um, VBA developers or people with a, a strong VBA background, are there particular things that you find in their mindset that they need to adjust when they move into kind of looking at AppScript? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great great question, uh, Martin. I think that one of the, when you move to AppScript, you do things very differently than what you did them, than how you did them in, in, in VBA. I mean, for example, if you're in AppScript and you're you know, reading stuff from the spreadsheet, you're not going to necessarily do it like a cell at a time or a row at a time. Even you're going to take a bunch of it in and deal with it and then uh, change it and then write it back out again. Whereas in VBA, you don't do that. You don't have the concept of let's get a load of stuff into memory, deal with it and put it out again. You just access the um, the cell because it's kind of like a, a much tighter integration between the language and the and the object model of the spreadsheet that you're dealing with. Um, so that means that your your um, optimization, if you like, that you have to do an app script to make it acceptable performance is not something you're used to doing in VBA. Um, so I, actually, this question for you, Audrey, do you do any of that kind of optimization or do you just translate it? I mean, translating the language is bad enough, but being able hmm. to translate that into some kind of optimization must be a nightmare. Do you do any of that or do you just treat it verbatim? So, so, so we 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 some we prioritize readability over optimizations, mm -hmm. uh, but but we actually have taken some learnings um, and and applied them to the app script runtime itself, right? So, so mm -hmm. a bunch of things that used to be pretty slow before, and you have to kind of use asynchronous programming or, or batch programming to to optimize. Mm -hmm. You don't need to do that anymore because because we've actually added a bunch of uh, internal uh, optimizations which 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 help. And we are going to continue doing that. Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, yeah. And the other thing is, of course, that um, I think Charles said it very well, which is this is about people who've got a bunch of stuff and they want to convert it and they want to get the easy stuff out of the way quickly uh, and leave the really difficult stuff for for another day. And I think you'll find that the the you know there's two kinds of VBA. There's the stuff that's that's very much functional and process process oriented, which is moving things around and and everything else. And then there's the um, like the, the hardcore VBA developers, if you like, that are doing complicated things that don't necessarily lend themselves to being converted very easily, um, or even understood actually half the time. <laughs> so, so when you look at those, I think that that's really going to be outside the scope of this. I, I don't imagine that you'll ever be able to deal with, you know, uh, things that go off to APIs and do complicated things with it, and it's got timers and everything else. And there's quite a lot of that. There's quite a lot of that in VBA background but it's a, but there may be a lot of it but in the whole universe of it it's actually rather small um so so i yeah. think you're going to get some people that are saying hey you know um my my um my thing doesn't convert 
and that's okay because that's really for the people that used to build that in the past they were the experts in vba and now the experts in AppScript can take care of the complicated stuff in AppScript as well so i think if you try and sell it that way i think that's a better you know a better way of, of, of putting it across I mean, I, I, go ahead as you say i think you're absolutely right it's kind of the you know the stuff that was complicated there is complicated here and, yeah. and the reason that's going to happen i mean i still remember i got a, a famous quote from the cio who wanted to move from office to uh at the time it was actually apps it was a while ago uh, and he said to me the biggest problem is we have thousands and thousands of documents and i don't know what i don't know about them mm -hmm. and that's why i love this tools this tool could say like you know to your point bruce look you know 73 percent of them don't have code you know 10 percent have really simple code and that other remaining piece has something you need to look at and it gets you so far so fast without having to brute force things and then it even tells you here's the module here's the problem here's a documentation that may help you and now you have to go the last mile but we took you uh, the first you know thousand miles and i love that part of it as well because i don't think anybody expects a one for one like for like silver bullet but the fact that this tool really does the heavy lifting and really takes you so far i think is super impressive and because and, and, I mean, here's the other thing we all know that you know when you do a conversion it's a one-time thing right it's not like it's back and forth and you're moving things so it's really about doing that bulk stuff getting it organized and, and then you just unpack the last few files yourself and get it done whether a consultant does it or whether you, you know you figure out how to do it yourself so so quite often uh, big organizations that are using um office products or, or i've got a blocker from moving from them because there's some guy in the corner who says i've got a brilliant thing and without this brilliant thing the whole company will fall apart um but it's hard to know if that's really a brilliant thing he's got or not because you can't <laughs> ever get the proper information out of it and i think this helps you to get that and to mm -hmm. quantify how many brilliant things there really are that are stopping you from from moving so that in itself is is such a valuable um asset you know being able to identify the blockers that are stopping people from moving as well as being able to fix them i've heard that example given to me by business people multiple times They're like we know joe over in accounting he does these magical things we don't really know if they're magical we don't understand them but he says they're magical and we don't dare challenge them and this is a great way of saying okay joe look the converter just converted it i guess you weren't that you know you weren't that fancy to begin with uh but it is again it's, they don't know what they don't know and the tool really unlocks a lot of the mysteries yeah i think that's right yeah so yeah so, a lot, there's, a, there's a different approach with with that script i think it's actually um quite a healthy opportunity for people to get out of those holes that they've been in for 20 years to find out exactly what they've got and to do things a different way um, the only the danger I would say that is if you've got a kind of a verbatim translator, you, you even though it's a better language and a better environment and everything else, you might still fall into the mistake of just duplicating something bad in a different language. <laughs> so it also needs a little bit of an oversight to see mm -hmm. what did we actually end up with and is it any good? You know, it needs a bit of tweaking um, in, in that respect as well. Uh, Bruce, you're you I you know. I've known you for a number of years and I know you're an exceptionally creative person when creating tools and coming up with solutions. And I know one of the issues with the converter is just around dialogues. You know, it can't translate dialogue windows from VBA into the AppScript um, UI equivalents. Have, have, have you got any tools or tips for people that are, you know, having to deal with converting um, interfaces? Well, you know, it's first of all, it's quite a few years since I've had anything to do with VBA. <laughs> I, left, I left it in the dust behind me some years ago. Um, so I would need to think about that a little bit more, but it's a great, it's actually a very good project to think about. Um, there's no reason to, to, that you couldn't do that apart from, um, you know, just time for investigation mm -hmm. and everything else. So yeah, it's a good, it's a good idea, Martin. I think maybe I'll have a quick look at that. I can tell you out of personal experience, I actually used to use dialogues heavily in VBA and, and kind of complex dialogues. Now, when I moved over to AppScript, I immediately started using the, the sidebar, using the component, right? So I would use the HTML service and now I'll use uh, you know, the new card builder service. And the reason being, first of all, I love having a persistent UI that can actually you know, stay in the window where a dialogue 
you know, it's normally modal, you'll throw it out of the way or you'll use it. And I found them, they were super flexible to build, but I also found them kind of uh, invasive. Uh, I love having the companion, um, which, which, which was natural. And now I know Microsoft has something similar, uh, I believe. I've actually had it a while either, uh, like Bruce, I left it behind on purpose. But um, <laughs> the neat thing is I found the way I built applications change. Uh, and so it was, you know, I remember one of the common things I did in VBA was you'd be pulling information in and out of workbooks. Well, now you can use the import range and it's a simple function that you don't even have to write a line of code. You can do it right within the worksheet. Uh, things like the data query function, you actually can do so many things with the query function inside a sheet that you used to do in code in VBA. Uh, so there's a lot of things that Sheets offers that actually allows you to circumvent mm -hmm. some of that. So you know that is a good tip. When you're thinking about doing the converter migration, not everything is a like for like. You know, you don't want to just have, well, I'm going to iterate, you know, 1,200 cells because I can. You may not need to, or you may want to pull, you know, into the data values, or you may want to, uh, you know, and build an array, or there's some some different things. Uh, but again, those are the, you know, the more performant professional things, I think, that people want. So you've, to, you've talked about, uh, a number of people have talked about, about the Microsoft version of AppScript, if you like, which, you know, their JavaScript, whatever they call it nowadays. Um, actually, it's, it's fundamental. There isn't a, a path. As I that I know of from VBA to that other thing, so you know you guys are actually if if I'm <laughs> right in this, you guys are ahead of the game on that one because you've got a path from VBA to something better, and they and there isn't one from there. But and also the other thing about the, the I've done a bit of work using the Microsoft JavaScript thing a year or so ago, and I built applications in add-ons or they're called add-ins in their in their language in in both platforms um the exact same application to see what the differences were in fact i've, I've written quite a few blog posts about it if anybody's interested but one of the things you'll find is that the the um it isn't just a kind of a straightforward change because the, the, they're still integrated the object model of their javascript is very much integrated into the document Whereas with AppScript, it's very separate. You pull it over, you do something, you put it back. Um, so it isn't, again, it isn't even, there might, I, what I'm getting at is that someone earlier said, that you don't need a tool for that. Maybe you don't need a tool for it, but you need a completely different way of thinking. Yeah. Because, the, because the new JavaScript for, from Microsoft is sort of still got some of the VBA thoughts behind it, even though it's a different platform altogether. So, you know, there's a kind of a, in a way that, it does a better path from VBA to AppScript than there is from VBA to. That, that, that's a great point. I have a, fr I have a, I have a friend who left Microsoft actually as an Excel PM uh, not that long ago. And he said one of the challenges they do see is a lot of people are running VBA because A, you know, they wrote it for years. It is working, it is complex. It works tightly coupled with the document object model, right? Which is the way it works. And you're right, they didn't have somewhere really to convert it to easily, so they had to leave it behind. And so you're right, we were, we are a more logic, uh, you know, a logical, you know, path if you're trying to go all web based and, and kind of modernize this. I think it's great. Uh, by the way, just uh, I, I just bought on the screen here. Uh, it tons of tools and tips and tricks. Again, plugging Bruce's work. Bruce has been doing this for many years, and in many ways is one of the Bruce, one of the founding fathers of <laughs> the AppScript movement. So he's uh, a great content out there uh, to learn from. Uh, he freely shares his mind and tools on his site. So take a look at that if you haven't already seen Bruce's work. You know, I was thinking about what Bruce said earlier, which is that converting from VBA to AppScript is a great time to rethink the things that you did in VBA. So you don't need to do them the exact same way in AppScript. One of the insights that we derived from our compatibility tool was the number of duplicate or the percentage of duplicate VBAs. And in a couple of different organizations, we saw that it was uh, somewhat around 90%. So very few, uh, very small percentage of VBAs were actually unique. And so I think that when you're converting from VBA to AppScript, it's a great time that you could create a library out of one of the projects and then allow that library to be called from other projects versus having to worry about fixing uh, you know, things repetitively, right? So you can imagine if you have 100 scripts and only seven of them are unique, you don't need to go through hmm. you know, 30, 40 scripts and manually migrate them and manually adjust them. And it might actually lead you to a much more manageable, uh, maintainable uh, you know, process once you're onto AppScript. So, so I think that that's one of those big things that you could actually do. Great, 
Yeah. yeah, that's a great point, Keith. I think, but I think you'll find that one of the, the, the issues is that, I mean, VBA is container bound. So if you give someone a copy of your spreadsheet, then they're going to have the VBA and they're going to fiddle with it a little bit and things are horrible or whatever. So you're going to have two almost very similar, almost similar um, uh, spreadsheets. And before you know it, you're going to have a hundred of them and they're all kind of Absolutely. the same thing. Um, and that's that's the uh, that's the kind of spreadsheet sprawl that you get from from VBA. Whereas with AppScript, it's not only container bound, but actually it's standalone as well. So you just plug in the spreadsheet um, ID, and you don't need to have multiple copies of it in the same way that you do in VBA. So that's a fantastic advantage, actually. So, yeah. and, and, and as a PM of AppScript, Keith, you just gave me a couple of great ideas I can ask you publicly for futures. Um, <laughs> why not take this tool? Or a tool like this, obviously not the exact tool, but the same concept engineering-wise of this tool, and turn it on ourselves. As we know, we've got a lot of container attached projects that people will copy time and time again. And I've heard from folks saying, oh, look, I hear people are copying this file, and I've got to manage this, you know, this content in a bunch of different places. Uh, that's part A of my question. And uh, part B of my question, uh, could this tool similarly be used in the vein of <laughs> from Rhino to V8? So those are both great questions. <laughs> uh, and you sort of hit the nail on the head in both regards. So, um, you know, as we had spoken about uh, when we did the podcast a couple you know, weeks back with the launch of the IDE, um, one of the big things that we do want to work on and that we are um, looking into is how to make app scripts more reusable. And so, we um, that is a big problem within AppScript as well is the duplicates, and so that's something that we're looking into and we're and we're exploring, and would be a great um, would be a great opportunity for AppScript to improve upon as well. In terms of the um, Rhino to V8 conversion and migration, uh, so for those of you who don't know, we launched the V8 runtime uh, to GA, which is generally available um, last February, and so we've actually done a done done a decent amount of auto migration already. Um, a, a large percentage of scripts have been migrated from Rhino to V8. Uh, and we are identifying compatibilities and making them easy to move as well. So, um, you know, it, it's very funny. You hit the nail on the head on both questions. Those are two things that are top of mind for our team. I love to lead the witness a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I have a follow-up question uh, for RJ. Uh, Obviously, you mentioned to continue learning for the tools and the tools in the marketplace, but are you still looking at enhancements or changes or, or, uh, or is there new things, you know, for example, are there new use cases that you're identifying or, or new things you're learning to work with that, that you're adding to the tool? Is, you know, what's kind of the future prospects for the tool based upon feedback or changes or, or just new learnings? So, so what we have now uh, is, is actually the culmination of learnings uh, of about two to three years, uh, where, where a few enterprises work closely with us doing internal migrations, right? Um, so now we want to actually get that feedback uh, from a much wider set of customers, right? Um, and, and then and then evolve the tool based on that. So I, I think I think um, yes, definitely we would would love to uh, improve the tool uh, to help our customers achieve the achieve the migration objectives. Um, uh, but yeah, I, th I think it takes time for people to sort of like staff up, staff of that, and then sort of like run through the process. So, so, so at this point, we are we have been getting some feedback, um, but 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 not not something uh, which which shows that we need to change things around quite a lot yet. But but as we as we get more, uh, definitely we would we would be evolving it. Um, yeah. So uh, as as a as a on your point on the V8, sorry to before I forget, I, um, I just did a quick analysis on on the GitHub projects that are using V8 versus um, Rhino, and out of fifteen hundred repositories, the AppScript repositories, there's less than a hundred of them are still using Rhino. Mm. So actually, it's a, it's rather a small problem, and I think that's more that they haven't got round to. Um, changing it rather than it being a problem for them having to use it. So I don't think it's really even a tool issue. I think it's more just of a of a just do it issue, you know. Anyway, sorry to interrupt, but I just thought you might want to know that. Mm. Of that. Oh, absolutely, yeah, it's a good point. I was just going to ask in terms of feedback, what, what are the best channels um, for you in terms of getting feedback from users? So we have a we have a send feedback button in, in that on itself. Uh, we actually trash that um, as a team. Um, 
so i think that that's the best channel mm -hmm. uh, yeah uh, i was uh, something you mentioned as well keith in, in terms of you you know you were detecting a lot of um vba files or scripts that were very similar it, when um people do do a conversion does it do any sort of similarity checking and saying you know all these are fairly similar to, to this one um rj can speak more to the reporting is um yeah yes so so, so in fact our, our report does uh, uh give a sense of how many of the scripts are or macros are duplicates of each other right um so, so it's actually actually able to detect that all of these files actually have the same macros, right? So mm -hmm. you don't have to convert all of them. You can just convert one, and and, and all of them uh, will be done with it. That's great. I was just, I was just looking at the tool report, and I was I'm just super impressed. When you have APIs to investigate, you put a pretty extensive comment and the documentation link. To the Microsoft documentation, uh, that, that undertaking alone sounds massive to come up with all those use cases. Uh, I, you know, again, like I said, just my summary is uh, I'm blown away that you were able to actually um, make this tool work, knowing all it takes to do those migrations on your own and all the efforts that it would take. Uh, you know, to you and the team, that you know, kudos to you for the effort and. The fortitude for taking this project on and completing it is pretty it's pretty big and i think it's gonna you know reward people with the time savings and in you know conversion comfort but you know like i said i'm, I'm still in awe i think it's amazing thank you i i, I it's uh, it's funny um as part of the gd program uh, quite a few of us were asked to um to, to test the converter and one of the problems we had <laughs> within the expert program was there wasn't many BPA developers. <laughs> so <laughs> I think it's great that you just had, you were able to work with your partners to get um, material to work with <laughs> because if you went to uh, developer experts, I mean, the um, other than Bruce, but as Bruce mentioned, that was a couple of years ago, struggled to get resources to check. Yeah. yeah. And to, uh, to Charles point, um, it was a it was a very challenging, complicated, long term project, and there were a bunch of brilliant engineers that were working on the team um, that made it possible. Argent obviously being one, but there were many others as well who deserve a lot of credit for making this this tool that's <clears throat> extremely valuable to organizations moving from office to workspace possible. Um, and it really is one of those one of those uh, friction points that if you don't have a tool like this. It's 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 almost impossible to overcome because uh, it's just you know VBA is just so pervasive through these different organizations that without something like this it would have been uh it would been it would been much more challenging. Yeah, definitely shout out to Alex as well too. Who early days Alex came to me as one of the early PMs on this and he said he was going to take this on and I was like please do it. I don't know how you're going to get it done. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Alex, as well. Yeah. So uh, well. Kind of a final, well, possibly a final question, Keith. Obviously, Google Sheets has its own macro recorder. Um, are, are there are there plans to continue to develop that, or um, or or do you feel that product is in a good place right now? To develop the macro recorder within Sheets? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, in essence, the macro recorder is always being extended as new features come out. There are new APIs and new things that you could do with the macro recorder. Um, so that's a big part of Sheets rollout. Um, whenever they launch a new feature, they make sure that there are the associated AppScript APIs so that uh, the macro recorder can engage with them. Um, and yeah, I mean, we're always considering new things uh, and and different ways of making working with AppScript easier and more beneficial and lowering the bar to allow for more people to get involved. That's great. A uh, couple, couple questions in chat real quick. So uh, obviously, thank you, Pablo and Mozart for your uh, questions and checking in. Pablo actually has a question. And I don't know if this, if I'm even going to get this question right. But oh, there you go. Uh, any chance of adding something like uh, Lambda functions in our beloved Google Sheets? Keith, I don't know if you can speak to that. Uh, I, I personally cannot speak to that, uh, so that would be better answered by the Sheets team. Pablo, shoot me a note, and I'll, I'll make sure it gets into the right hands. 
of what you're looking for. What's great is is that people can create custom functions. So potentially, you know, if you understand the inner workings of the Lambda function, you might be able to create one in custom functions, and uh, and that might be a way to to make it happen if you're if you're interested, Pablo. I know Pablo's uh, developed a, a number of custom functions, so he, he might add that one to his list. There you go. All right, Pablo, you'll be on the next show helping us out. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, I think we're kind of at the top of the time. Uh, again, thanks uh, to everybody coming in. Keith and, and RJ, thanks to you for being so time zone friendly and staying up with us um, from your home. Bruce, thanks for chiming in for your years of expertise, obviously your book and obviously your site and all your opinions. And so I want to thank you. Um, just also, uh, you might have noticed Steve Webster not uh, here at our current show. Uh, unfortunately, Steve had a, um, a passing in his family. So Steve, we're all thinking of you here on the show and your family at this time. Hopefully uh, uh, things will, will get smoother. Um, with that, Martin, any last final words? No, just um, thank you all for coming on to this. So um, I think, you know, anything to grow the um, AppScript community so we can get more VBA developers in, into the space, I think, is, is a good thing. And I think this tool um, is, is a big help in, in terms of providing the enticement uh, to come in. So, um, so thank you all. Uh, so we'll should be back next week. Um, not entirely sure what, but um, Charles and I will no doubt come up with something amazing. But if you've got topics you want us to talk about, feel free to get in touch. So um, you can drop us uh, a line through various channels. I'll even um, quickly flash up our uh, email address if I can find it. Uh, yeah, there we go. So if you want to suggest topics, um, want to come on as a guest and talk about projects you're working on, feel free to get in touch with us at TU at AppScript Info. Um, but I think until next week or next time, um, happy scripting all. <laughs>